Welcome to the first episode of The Training Bar, your hub for all things digital marketing. This is an educational series designed to boost your knowledge across a whole range of topics, featuring industry experts and special guests. Over the next five episodes, we're going to run through the changing digital landscape and how venues can evolve to best serve their customers. And if you want to dive deeper into any of the topics we cover in this podcast, you can hop across to Asahi Marketplace or Google any of the resources we mention to find out more. I'm your host, Gabriel Montalban. I'm joined today by this week's special guest, Accelo Group Strategy Director, Alice Roberts. She's an absolute weapon on all things digital marketing and social, with over a decade's experience in the industry. For those that don't know, Accelo is a brand experience company working with CUB on a range of on-prem marketing initiatives. Welcome to Chapter 1 of The Training Bar. How to attract a target audience by maintaining an active social presence. It's easy to think of social as another advertising channel, but its power goes far beyond that. It's one of the only places you can have a two-way conversation with consumers, and especially for FMCG brands, one of the only channels that gives you direct access to get in front of them. Let's dive in and first define what happens on social outside of people posting content. Yeah, as you said, Gab, content creation is really what fills social feeds, but there are three other core use cases for businesses. The first of these is establishing credibility and a source of truth through your page. Bringing your business's personality to life and creating content on social builds a strong digital presence, which is totally in your control. And if you get it right, it's also a presence that's authentic to your brand and relatable to your audience. The second core use of social for business is connecting one-to-one with your consumers. Community engagement plays an extremely important role in making sure you keep an active presence on socials. Two to three social sweeps a week is ideal, This would consist of responding to direct messages, otherwise known as DMs, customer inquiries, replying to comments on posts, and engaging with other local businesses, avoiding competitors, of course. And the third use case is testing, learning, and trend watching. Content trial and trend watching is a great way to find lessons of what's resonating with your audience and what is maybe missing the mark. You can then apply such lessons to other advertising and marketing materials. Okay, there's quite a lot there. (laughs) Who are the people who typically do this kind of work? Or if you're a small business, what quality do you need to bring to the job when managing your social channels? Yeah, great question, Gab. Depending on the size of your team, you might have a social media expert with experience in digital content and managing online communities. But often for small businesses, though, this work can be covered by someone in venue management or an assigned team member. No matter who you are, there are some basic principles to apply when setting out to set up or to grow your business's social pages. The first thing to note is that like anywhere, common sense rules. If you wouldn't say it to a patron in a restaurant, don't say it on social. There may be time to grow into a brand like one of our favorites, American fast food chain Wendy's, which is renowned for its sassy social media replies. But they've grown into this voice over many, many years to the point where consumers expect it from them. But if you're a smaller venue, and particularly if you're just starting out, try to keep your social tone more in line with the way consumers hear people in your business speak. Awesome. I personally love reading all of the uh, the Wendy's comments and replies. Their Facebook page is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I highly recommend it. They've really channeled um, an inner boomer on Facebook. It's very entertaining. <laughs> okay. So I say I want to get started on improving my business pages today. What are the simplest things I can do? Yeah. Great question, Gab. Social platform X, formerly known as Twitter, uh, if you were following that a few months ago, outlines eight really clear, easy ways to improve your social media presence. The first of these is to check the current trends. So this is really thinking about what other brands are doing. 
It's really handy to be aware of what the trends are, but keep in mind that we don't always need to act on them. Just like poker, we want to know when to hold and when to fold. If it's too hard to make that trend make sense for your business, it's really fine to let it pass by. And as is the nature of trends, another one will come along. The second principle is to use multimedia. So the likes of images and videos are a really great way to get attention. Social media apps have great editing functionality built natively into their platforms to create captions on your images and videos. And this can really help make your post a lot more eye-catching. The third principle is to be regularly active. We don't want to be posting just for the sake of it, but it's important to monitor your pages so you can respond to comments and keep enough content on there. For example, once a week. So that when people do find your pages through search, they know your business is still operating. And when you have things like daily or weekly specials, a quick post of those to the likes of Instagram stories is a nice way to keep prospective consumers up to date with what's happening. The fourth principle is to pay attention to customer service. We'll get into ratings and reviews in a little bit more detail in a later episode, but the headline here is that it's important to address customer service on social media with a consistent tone, the same way as you use directly with a customer or when you're responding to a Google review. The fifth principle is don't forget to audit your results. Social media is a great way to test and learn from results, but make sure to try and reduce your variables. So for example, if you're comparing the performance of two Instagram posts, ensure you consider the message. So for example, was one of them an offer? Also consider things like time of day and content quality before drawing assumptions about why one might've done better than the other. Most social media platforms also allow insights into how your posts are performing allowing you to identify audience reach, engagement, and other important metrics. The sixth principle is to interact with your audience. So if they're taking the time to reach out and share their appreciation for a product or service, reward that effort, even if it's simply a few emojis in response to their comment. The seventh principle is to keep promoting your social media accounts. So once you start using your social media channels to update consumers and as a source of truth, make sure they're easy to access. For example, if you're managing the social pages for a venue, link your consumers to those social pages in places like bathroom posters or on coasters in your venue. The eighth principle is to maintain within the right tools. So there's no shortage of social media management tools to use. However, many of them require a subscription and have a lot more features than your average small business might need. So if you're a small business, I'd really carefully consider the need to pay for a tool before committing especially as most platforms now enable you to schedule your posts directly rather than needing to use a third party. Wow, that's a great overview. Thanks, Alice. Where can I go to learn more? Oh, Gab, it's super easy. You can keep up to date with ever-evolving social trends on places like theverge.com, socialmedianews.com, and of course, within the social platform newsrooms themselves. Mm. 